Hello, today is January 17th, the official Quitters Day, but I don't want you to quit your health quest, so we will discuss one of the most important things you need for success, which is how to find a person or a group that will support you in your journey or how to develop one. You are not designed to live this life alone, and no one, I mean no one, can succeed without someone who believes in them. So whether you grab a friend who also wants to improve their health, or find a person you can depend on for support, or maybe you will get to know other people through a program, whatever you need to do to find your people, my goal for this episode is to help you to do that. And stay tuned to the end because I also have a group launching myself that I want to tell you about and some free tools that you can use as well. As always, you can find more information at designedforvictory.com. That's designed, the number four, victory.com, or on my new Facebook and Instagram pages, which are called Christian Health Journey. Welcome to Designed for Victory. Welcome back to Designed for Victory. So far in our episodes, I have set forth a few basics to get you started on succeeding at your health goals. In episode one, I talked about visualizing your dream, which is going to serve as the why that you will depend on to get through the hard times. Breaking that dream or vision for yourself into goals and those goals into steps is really important in that process. In episode two, I went over the basics of nutrition, that your willpower is in the store, not in front of the refrigerator, that any food that is not empowering your body for life functions is fake food, and that the cleaner and closer to nature your food is, the better off you'll be. Oh yeah, (laughs) and bread products, everything from pizza to pasta to bagels, and the sugar in your diet needs to be minimized or eliminated for optimal health, especially if you have any serious health issues. In episode three, we addressed your mindset towards fitness and what it means to realistically pursue health versus peak physical fitness, and that a myth that you can eat crappy food and then just, quote, burn it off by exercising is, in fact, a myth. The crappy food does way more damage than exercise can correct, but we did go over a number of really healthy, important benefits of exercise, whatever that exercise is for you. That brings us to today. Today is January 17th. It is what the Strava Research Group has labeled as Quitter's Day. Most people give up on their New Year's resolutions on average by today. So today, I want to motivate you to keep going. But me cheering you on during this podcast is not really going to do all that much, let's be honest. You have baggage to deal with that is shooting bullets through your willpower. And though this podcast is designed to help you to identify and deal with that baggage, but today I want to talk with you about one of the most important things you can do to ensure your success. Now, before I say what this thing is, I want to challenge you to not turn off this episode when you hear what I say, just because you think that you may already have it. Hands down, the most important element to long-term success for almost everyone to not giving up, to sticking to something when it gets hard, to long-term motivation is to have a like-minded community. It can be as simple as one or two other people or as big as a movement. But almost no one has that special brain that will look at the naysayers and say, F you, I'm better than you think I am, and I can do this even though all the cards are stacked against me. Now, many of us probably imagine that we could be that person, but you want to know who that person really is? 
Well, I don't know. Because every famous, successful person has a support network, even if that support network was exactly one other person. Michael Jordan had his dad. Tiger Woods had his dad. Serena and Venus Williams each had each other and their parents. Oprah had her grandmother. Steve Jobs had Steve Wozniak. Bill Gates had a really supportive family. And I could go on and on. Most successful people have at least one mentor or family member or friend in their life that is cheering them on. We all need that. We all need at least someone who will believe in us, who will cheer for us even when we have no energy to hope anymore. And when that person is not a parent or a mentor, when that person is a friend or a group, by the way, we need to do the same for them. But any which way, we all need someone. So in the arena of your health goals, it's just as important and frankly, possibly even more important that you have a person or a group that's got your back. I think that this point is so instinctively obvious that I don't really need to argue the matter. However, some of us may believe that we are stronger if we accomplish things alone than with support. So real briefly, I'd like to address this. And then at the end, I want to suggest a few courses of action that you can take to find your person or your support system or your tribe so that you won't give up, all right? We don't want today to be your give up day. (laughs) And even if you already have a tribe, please listen to the end because I have some tools to give you and to your tribe as well. Growing up, I totally believed the lie that I was stronger alone than with a group. I was instinctively a counselor for other people but I was terrified, absolutely terrified of anyone seeing my flaws. I thought that if anyone saw my flaws, then they wouldn't like me anymore. I practiced sports in private a lot so that I didn't look like a fool in public. I cried alone instead of with friends. And I never told anyone about anything I was struggling with except my journal. (laughs) Sometimes I would tell people long after the fact, but never in the moment. I developed an eating disorder in college, and I think that this was really related to that. I became a Christ follower when I was 16, so I stopped drinking until I was of the legal age of 21, and then even then, I never really became much of a drinker. And frankly, I was terrified of becoming a drug addict, so I was totally drug-free. But I became a stress eater and a sugar addict. I will soon be doing an episode about sugar addiction. Yes, I said addiction where I will summarize a very long lecture from a UCLA medical professor who makes a case at a molecular level all about how sugar is really one of the most addictive substances on the planet. But back to my story. As a stress eater and a sugar addict, terrified of people seeing my flaws, I also became bulimic. On the outside, I was one of the most confident and gregarious people you would ever encounter. But on the inside... I was terrified, absolutely terrified of rejection. I also remember thinking that there was some sort of honor in being able to work out my problems, quote, just me and God, unquote, and that other people could use me as a support, but that I had to depend on God for my strength. It was so bad that by the end of my freshman year in college, my college friends and my high school friends, none of which whom knew each other, Both sat me down at different times to do an intervention. They were upset that I was so closed off, and they were insulted and worried. I'll never forget what one of my friends said to me. She said, you're always taking care of everyone else, physically and emotionally. 
I tell you everything, but you tell me nothing. I feel like I am naked and you are fully clothed and it's not fair. That was revolutionary to me. You mean when I'm an open, honest person about my weaknesses, I can still be loved? And if I'm open and vulnerable, it will help you to feel safer? See, that statement changed my life. Now, it didn't change it overnight, but over time, it really changed who I was, who I am. And I still remember that quote and that moment clear as a whistle 30 years later. I also remember one time going to God about something that was causing me grief. I forget what it was now, but I remember the experience. And the thought came to mind, oh, I should probably share this with a friend. It would make them feel included in my life. Now, that was not a natural instinct for me. It was like after these interventions, I had that thought. I'm like, hmm, I guess I should do this. So I mustered up all my courage. I called a friend and I shared my pain. It was a terrifying step. But now doing that is absolutely core to who I am. 30 years later, I am a bit of an open book. I wear my heart on my sleeve, and if I'm mad at you, you know it. If I'm in awe of you, you know it. I can't lie or manipulate to save my life. I just am who I am. Take it or leave it, and if you don't like it, that's fine. I've learned to handle rejection. Mm, Mostly. (laughs) And as I told you, I was a bulimic in college, and even through seminary. Frankly, I struggled with body dysmorphia until my first pregnancy, and that's really when God finally broke me of that. Now I have far more honest assessment of myself, and when I need to lose a few pounds, it's because of my health, not because of my body dysmorphia. Anyways, the openness I now live has cultivated some intensely loyal friendships. I am willing to share my vulnerabilities before I ask you to share yours. Now, what is the point of my story? You were not designed to handle this life alone. None of us are. We are, as humans, designed for community. We are designed for relationship. We are designed to be in relationship with God and with other humans. We cannot survive alone. So scripture and science agree. I could spend an hour talking about the science that proves it and the scripture that states it. But let's just agree that we need people and the healthiest people have relationships where they give and take. We give and we receive. So why am I talking about this today? Well, when you set goals, any kind of goals, but for our discussion, health goals, when you set health goals, you need a person or persons who can help you to achieve them. They may literally help you by going to the gym with you or cooking with you, or they may emotionally and psychologically help you by being your sounding board when you're frustrated, being your encouragement when you're down, and being your cheerleader when you accomplish each step and each goal of your path. Now, how do you find your person or tribe? Well, I have a few suggestions. First, think about your closest relationship or relationships. Is there a person or persons you can talk to about your health goals? If you have a spouse, you definitely want to include that person because they're who you live with. If they undermine you, then your battle is all the harder. And by the way, if you have a psychologically abusive spouse, the kind who's going to undermine your attempts at health, Well, then that's a whole other topic, and please view my Facebook or my Instagram pages for some suggestions of support groups or resources if you think you might be in an abusive relationship. Because just because you don't have bruises and just because he didn't cheat doesn't mean he, or she for that matter, 
is not abusive. So my new pages on Instagram and Facebook are under the label of Christian Health Journey. They are new pages, so they might not pop up at the top of the list. But if you search for Christian Health Journey on Facebook or Instagram, they should come up somewhere. Anyways, think about your close relationships. Perhaps write a list of your closest friends and family. Then look at that list. Who can you openly and honestly talk about your health goals with? Who can you talk about your struggles with? Now, is there someone on that list that you know also needs to begin a health journey? Well, that's where the real goal is. If you have a friend or family member that you can enter the journey with, then that is actually the very best because you can keep each other accountable. It's not just a one-way street. You both are supporting each other. And when one is up, the other might be down. And when the other one's up, the other one might be down. But you always have got each other's backs, right? You're both in this together. And that is really where the gold is, like I said. Now, whether you have a person you can enter this journey with or you don't have one yet, here's your next step. The next step can be done with a friend or a group of friends and family, or can be done alone. And that is this. Join a health group. Here's what I mean by that. For example, I am launching groups, but there are other kinds of groups too. And I'm so concerned with your health that I'm going to tell you about my group and four other awesome organizations that you can get involved with to find a support system. Like you don't have to use mine. You just got to find something that works for you. And I want to help you to find whatever it is that works for you. Okay. Okay. So that's what we're going to do. And then we'll be done for today. So first, I'm going to tell you about my groups, of course. (laughs) Then I'll tell you about some other ones, and you find what works for you. So my groups are called victory groups. Currently, they're brand new, so I lead them. And someday, I'd love to have other coaches leading groups too, but at the moment, if you join one of my groups, you get me included in the package. Victory groups meet virtually every week for six months. They're limited to 20 people so that we really have the opportunity to get to know one another and support each other through all of our processes. We use my book, Designed for Victory, as the study material. This book is part textbook, part devotional, part self-help, and a lot of workbook. It's written in short readings of one to three pages instead of chapters, and oftentimes in the middle of a reading, there will be a question with space built right into it for you to journal. It's designed to be interactive and to walk you through a process instead of just being educational and overwhelming. It took me five freaking years to write this book, and really it was because I was so concerned with everyone's process. I have so many books on health and nutrition and fitness and biology and anatomy, and even though I've been studying this for 20 or 30 or, oh my gosh, 35 years, I still get overwhelmed by some of the nutrition books out there. So don't feel alone if you feel overwhelmed when you pick up a book like that. So my goal for my book is to actually walk you through a process where you can start implementing things in real time, in real ways, and then move on to the next step. It's very interactive. It's very engaging. It's very step-by-step. And if you're advanced, you can just blow through this thing and keep going. But if you're a newbie, You can take it at your own pace, and I think there's something in it for everyone. So that's really the goal. That's the material that we're going to use for our groups. Victory groups are a no-judgment zone. We'll all come to the table with different baggage and different terrible habits and, dare I say, sins, and different goals. We'll process, we'll talk, we'll listen, we'll encourage, and we'll get through the hard parts together. We'll hold each other accountable to reach our individual goals, and we'll cheer for one another as we reach them. 
I'm really excited about these groups, and I have a new group launching on February 1st. So if you'd like to register for Victory Group or just check it out, you can find out more information at my designforvictory.com website. And again, that's designed with the number four, victory.com. The group is $75 a month and includes a hard copy of my book, Design for Victory. Now, my personal counseling and coaching is over $125 per hour, but the groups are just $75 a month, which is less than $19 per hour. Actually, I designed the groups so that I could give more people my time without charging everyone a premium price. I want to make all of my tools available and as accessible as possible. So if you really want to improve your health, let's do it together. I have one more option that's $0 per month. <clears throat> if you would like to host a victory group, either among friends or through your church or school, contact me. Everyone in the group that you host will buy a Design for Victory book, and then I will give the group host, which may be you, access to a weekly video that you can watch at the beginning and end of your, your time together. At the beginning, I'll set you up for the discussion, and then part two of the video you watch at the end, it'll give you some homework for the next week. I do this so that you don't have to feel like you are leading a group, especially if you don't know much and you're new at this. All you have to do is host it. You just have to gather the people and I will give you the tools. Now, I told you I'd like to talk about a few other group-oriented programs as well. The first I'd like to cheer about is a program called Celebrate Recovery. Celebrate Recovery is now an international organization that started as a group at Rick Warren's church. If you've ever heard of Rick Warren, he's a famous uh, pastor and author. What it does is it takes the 12 steps of AA, or Alcoholics Anonymous, which then has also been used for all sorts of other programs like Narcotics Anonymous and whatnot, and he puts them into the context of scripture and then helps people to apply them to anything they're going through, not just addictions, because the 12 steps are amazing. They are such a powerful tool for anybody going through anything. So whether you're struggling with an addiction or a job loss or a breakup or weight and health issues, whether you're a victim of abuse or you have PTSD or you're mourning the death of a loved one, we all go through crap in this life. And Celebrate Recovery uses the 12 steps as a tool to help you to not only survive the crap, but to grow through it. Now, I led a CR, uh, that's short for Celebrate Recovery, I led a CR group at my church for four years, and it was really a wonderful experience. Now, these may be a little harder to find because they're run through churches and they take a lot of training and manpower to execute well, but if you can find a group, they really are fantastic, and I cannot say enough good things about CR. The next tool that I'd like to tell you about is Noom. You've probably seen ads for it because it's like all over the place. It's spelled N-O-O-M. Noom is pretty cool, and it's doing on a global scale what I'm doing on a very small scale. If you want the faith-based part, that's not really there, but it does provide a lot of other incentives and addresses your psychology. I do not use the program myself because I don't need it. I have my own program, but I did join it for just one month to investigate it, and it is pretty much what it claims to be. It's, it's pretty good. I have a friend who also uses it, and she loves it. And for $45 a month, it's really a great option. The next group I'd like to talk about is Weight Watchers. Now, a long, long time ago, I tried Weight Watchers. It's one of the OGs of the industry, and it's still around for a good reason. Those in-person meetings are really motivational. Getting on the scale every week at those meetings is also really motivational. It's not as personalized as the Victory Groups or Celebrate Recovery or even Noom, 
but it is a group that is motivational. And if you really commit to it, you can even find relationships there that can become your tribe. You just have to reach out and start, you know, meeting the people that are in your meetings. I have this one thing against it. I do not like any of the programs that send you microwave, prepackaged meals, drinks, and bars. In my book, that's all fake food. It may help you to lose some weight, and the weight loss itself will have some health benefits, but it will not help you to correct your gut issues and your other health issues. It won't give you the real food and nutrients you need for optimum health. It may be a decent first step if your diet is already total crap. Let's just face it. The microwaved Jenny Craig or Weight Watchers meals are definitely better than McDonald's. Let's put it that way. But it's not a long-term answer. So my advice for Weight Watchers is yay for the group part and, uh, uh, you know, okay for the prepackaged food only if your diet really sucks at this st- at this time and you're using it as a first step to create better habits and learn about what healthy portions look like and stuff like that. But really, I think the real goal is to learn how to buy and cook clean food. It doesn't have to be gourmet, and the internet has an endless option of recipes. Just Google clean food recipes easy or something like that. Also, keep an eye out for my YouTube, which will include a lot about cooking fast but super healthy meals. So yeah, not a fan of Weight Watchers food, but overall, I like the program, and I definitely like the meetings uh, because they really are motivational, and you can you can find your tribe there. Fourth and final, there are online fitness groups like Beachbody and Peloton and uh, quite a few others. These programs are really great for fitness motivation, but that's about it. When it comes to your psychology, your faith, and your eating, there's not much more there. There's no relationship portion beyond the class, so it's similar to the classes you would take at a gym. Don't get me wrong. I love classes. I am so motivated when I'm in a class at the gym. My personal favorite is Les Mills classes, and now they're available online, which is great, but I traditionally took them at the YMCA because all of their classes are Les Mills classes, and they're freaking awesome, at least to me. I love them. I think they're like bar none, but you need to find what's good for you. But in general, when a class is over, the classes did nothing for my eating habits. They don't do anything for my relationships, and they don't really do anything for my stick to itiveness. Stick to itiveness. Stick, stick to itiveness. <laughs> if I skip a class, no one holds me accountable. If I drop out altogether, no one follows up with me. That's where I really love my victory groups and celebrate recovery and even Weight Watchers. If you stop showing up to my victory group, I know it. And me or someone else is going to reach out to you to help you come back. That's the same with Celebrate Recovery. The relationships that are built there are like freaking intense. And if you stop showing up, people are going to reach out to you. And if you begin building relationships at a Weight Watchers, well, those relationships are going to reach out to you too if they don't see you at the meetings. They're going to find out what's wrong. Those relationships just don't happen in the online workout class environment. But if classes are something that is motivating to you, or if you use them as supplemental to the other accountability friendships or groups, then they're great. I think class fitness stuff is absolutely fantastic for what it is. So that's it. My hope for you this week is that you will do one or more of the following. All right, get out your pens. I've got some homework for you if you're willing to do it. One, write a list of your closest relationships. Consider who you can talk to about being your health accountability person for your journey of improving your health. Consider if any of the relationships that you wrote down could be people who enter into a health journey themselves so that you can be accountability partners instead of having it just go one way. Or 
take a look and see if there's even a group of three that could be formed for your health quest. You and a couple other people. Create a group yourself. Number two, with that person or persons, or by yourself if you don't have anyone, I challenge you to find a group or a tool you can use together. Whether it's my victory groups, Celebrate Recovery, Weight Watchers, Noom, or a gym. Or if you have a community like a church or a school where you can launch a group of your own, contact me and I'll set you up with my materials, which includes my book and a weekly video so that you don't have to be a teacher, you just have to be the gatherer. All right? Definitely we want to get you connected one way or another, whether you have to create it yourself or whether you enter into something else. You just need to find people to do this with. And number three, if none of that sounds doable for you, you might want to consider contacting me or someone else for private counseling and coaching. Look, you don't have to get your coaching from me. You just need to find your person, someone. My rates are pretty traditional for one-on-one counseling, uh, which for some people is going to be way too expensive. But I do offer this. If you have a spouse or a friend or a family member or even a group of three who wants to do the counseling together, that's fine. I love it. You can split the cost of my hourly sessions and do it together. I'm currently taking some new clients, so check out my website and let's talk. Last but not least, if nothing else, go to my website and download my free worksheets or my Victory Jumpstart booklet. You can do this. You can improve your health, and I would be honored to help you however I can. And this really is my last but not least. Please follow my Instagram and my Facebook pages called Christian Health Journey. They're brand new, so they don't have much of a following yet. But my hope is not to get a a huge following for a following's sake. It's not about me. My hope is that once we have some numbers on those pages, we can start some online discussions. Look, I just want to give you whatever tools I can so that you can find what works for you. Okay? Okay. Now, for those of you who are Christ followers... Let's pray. Jesus, thank you so much that you care about us. Thank you so much that we don't have to do this or walk this life alone. You have called us into a relationship with you. You have told us that you love us and that you're here for us. You've promised that you never leave us or forsake us. You're with us wherever we go. You have told us to tie ourselves to you like a a, a branch to a vine, that we wither without you if we're not connected. So, Lord, we thank you. We thank you that we can be connected to you. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. And I pray for those who are out there who are listening to this who feel really alone. I pray that you would comfort them, that you would guide their steps, that you would help them to find at least one other person that they can do both this process with but also walk life with. We all need people. First and foremost, we, do, we need you, and we thank you that you're with us. We thank you that you've given us a relationship with you. We also pray, I pray that people would find other people to walk out this life with. And I pray that, that everyone would be able to find someone to get healthier with, someone they can cheer for and be cheered by, someone they can encourage and be encouraged by, someone they can listen to and someone who will listen to them. God, give us the relationships we need to become the very best people that we are designed to be. I pray this for your glory and for our good. Amen.